we went from friends to, you know, in a relationship. So it was, it was butterflies. You know, I have this, you know, professional athlete boyfriend, you know, we're taking trips, you know, um, at one point he had got offered to play overseas. So we're discussing overseas. So in the beginning, it was just, you know, he was the bomb.com. So I thought, um, right. right. Well, let, before you, before you move on, so he's doing all of these things. He pays for your, um, your, you said last semester in college, Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, you know, he's being the, the professional. I assume I'm just going to assume NFL. Um, <laughs> we don't have to, right. We're not, we don't say names on here. I'm not here to drive <laughs> anybody. Um, but in that time when it was quote unquote good, cause he's your best friend. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like there were red flags that you passed up? Definitely. Yeah. All my single ladies, (laughs) all my single ladies. (laughs) What's up, girl? My name is Rika, and thank you so much for listening to Single You, the podcast. Whether you've been listening for a while or you just stumbled upon me. Hello, I am a certified NLP life coach. Now, NLP, let's get nerdy for a second. It's Neuro Linguistic Programming. You can Google the rest of that if you want to know the rest of the nerdy stuff, okay? So I'm certified in that area, a.k.a. the single girl's life coach. I am a self-love coach and a boundaries coach. Listen, I got that boundaries and that self-love on lock, okay? (laughs) All right, so I am your host and also the founder of this podcast and Single You Academy, which is my online coaching program, community, and resource for single women. Now, before we get into the episode, let me just put a little disclaimer out there, all right? I am not a licensed therapist, so I am not to replace a therapist. But I will say this, a lot of my clients, they have me as their coach, and then they also have a therapist. Because it is my job to hold you accountable to the things that you say that you want. So if you want to stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser, you need help on that self-love and boundaries area, then I would be the coach for you. And maybe one day that coaching relationship with you and I, yeah, it's just me and you right here, hey, (laughs) will happen one day. You can always reach out to me. My Instagram is open to you, baby girl. On Instagram, I am just me, Rika. And of course, I will put my name in the show notes. Oh yeah, and one more disclaimer. I will never tell you I'm an expert in this area. I am just speaking from my lens and what I learned by being in an abusive relationship, by not knowing myself, by not having self-love for myself and not knowing how to set a boundary to save my life, girl. So just remember that I'm speaking from my lens. And after 18 19 years of radio. September of 2020, I stepped down from my full-time radio job to focus on what God is calling me to do in this season. And this is it. I'm called to guide you, girl. I'm called to guide women who need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. That's what I'm here for. So if that's you, you are at the right podcast. So here we go. Let's go ahead and get into the episode. Now, I want you to share this episode, especially if I say something 
that resonates with you. Share it with a girlfriend. Sharing is caring. Also, can you subscribe to this podcast? And every Wednesday and Thursday, you will be notified once a new episode drops. So definitely subscribe and rate. Rate this podcast. Okay, please. I don't know if you know how much it actually helps like a host like me, an influencer, how much a rating, a share, a like helps us. So please help this small business owner, me, Rika, that's me, (laughs) by rating this podcast as well. All right, that's it. I'm your host, Rika, and let's get into the episode. This is Single You, the podcast. Adriana Bree, let me tell you something about her. I've been stalking her. (laughs) I was stalking her page. I don't even know how I found her. Um, Somehow in social media land, um, I started following her and reading her content. And I was like, yo, we are on the same wavelength when it comes to wanting women to understand that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status and that singleness is not a punishment. Okay. Now her story Um, from doing the stalking and talking to her and asking her questions uh, is similar to mine, okay? So she writes that she had just finished college back in 2017 and she was in love and he played professional sports and her life consisted of following him around. In 2016, things progress. We discuss marriage, me moving in, et cetera. But then in February of 2016, he disappeared off the face of this earth. Oh, we're going to get into that story and how she healed from that. Welcome, Adriana. Welcome, welcome, Miss Self-Love Advocate and author. We're going to talk about your book later um, because you were like me. You went through this and then you were like, I need to share my story um, to heal. So we're going to get to all of that because I would love um, to hear how you even got to that. This is so 2020, 2021, right? Now we just meet people on social media. Um, and I've literally never met you in person. Um, but I really, really loved your platform. Um, I love the idea of your book. I'm going to have to buy it. Um, and I just felt like we were, uh, on the same wavelength. Um, and we're going to get into that story, but I have to ask my first question. I asked this question to everybody. I end with the same question. I asked the first, the same, with the same question. So my question to you is, have you ever had a conversation, had anybody ever had a conversation with you about what makes a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationship? Wow, has anyone ever, um, younger me, no. After, you know, the heartbreak and the tears and the boo-hooing, my dad was like, come here, let me talk to you. But I mean, at that point, I had already made some decisions. (laughs) Um, But in the beginning, definitely no. Mm -hmm. No? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and do do you feel like if, Somebody had really sat down and said, hey, this is this is narcissism. This is projection. This is abuse. This is that you would have bypassed this whole story of this man making you all these promises and disappearing. Listen, <laughs> Listen I would have gotten out of a whole lot of heartbreak, um, a whole lot of tears, um, you know, a couple of pounds, some ice cream, some tissues. I would have I would have gotten out of all of that if we would have just had the conversation. You know, love doesn't look like this. You know, he's not supposed to treat you like definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, before we get into the next questions, let's uh, maybe do some cliff notes of who you are. I know you're from Indianapolis, but how do you explain to people who you are? Who is Adriana? Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Who is that? Okay, so I am Adriana. Um, I am a self care advocate and mental health first aider. So what that means is I am the lover of all things self care, um, mental health. I'm going to be that friend that is going to tell you, um, have you enrolled in therapy? You know. I, I am that friend. I am going to convince you that you need therapy. I'm going to convince you to take yourself out on a date, buy you some flowers, you know, journal. Um, so yeah, I am just the lover of all things self-care and mental health. Um, I have a platform by the title of Actually I Can. And that is my message to encourage women that actually you can. It doesn't matter what that is, but you can absolutely conquer and do all things. Um, I am also an author, so I wrote um, my book, I Am All Right With Me. Um, and again, that is encompassing being okay with who you are and where you are in your journey. So that's who I am. That's what I'm about. So again, actually, I can is my motto. And I just hope to, you know, eliminate the mindset of can't one woman at a time. Oh, I love it. All right, so let's get back into the 20, what was it, 2015, 2016 that you were in this relationship with this guy. Um, at this time, you guys were in college, right? It was an entanglement, um, but... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, Jada. <laughs> yes, yeah. I met him in college. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I wanna go back to the beginning. Okay. Because um, before it was an entanglement, you had some type of attraction to him, right? <laughs> Look at your face. I know. I know. Did I? Go going back to who we were as women who allowed men to treat them as such is is sometimes like, what was I doing? What was that? What is that? And I know you've been on the journey to figure that out as well as I have. Um, but let's go back. Let's go back. Okay. So you meet, so you meet said guy. Um, and what was it like in the beginning? Butterflies, you liked him. What was it like? Okay, so said guy, I met him in college. So actually, originally in college, we were friends. Um, he was my best friend. You know, friends make the perfect relationship, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so we were actually really good friends throughout college. Um, and then my senior year of college, um, he went to play professional sports. Um, and so I went to college for sports management. So that was like, you know, I think we were going to be this power couple who I worked in sports. He played sports like we had this whole, you know, plan. Um, so he went off to play professional sports my senior year. Um, and then my senior year, um, I was Little Miss Overachiever. So I was a double major. So he actually helped me pay for my senior year of college. And so, of course, wow. that is love. Like, oh, my gosh, he loves me. He's helping yeah. me pay for school, et cetera. Um, and so once he played sports, um, we really decided we went from friends to, you know, in a relationship. So it was it was butterflies. You know, I have this, you know, professional athlete boyfriend. You know, we're taking trips. You know, um, at one point he had got offered to play overseas. So we're discussing overseas. So in the beginning, it was just, you know, he was the bomb.com. So I thought, um, right. right. Well, let, before you, before you move on, so he's doing all of these things. He pays for your, um, your, you said last semester in college. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's, you know, he's being the, the professional. I assume I'm just going to assume NFL. Um, <laughs> we don't have to, right. We're not, we don't say names on here. I'm not here to drive <laughs> anybody. Um, but in that time when it was quote unquote good, cause he's your best friend, 
Mm-hmm. Do you feel like there were red flags that you passed up? Definitely. Uh, oh my goodness. We, we were friends. And so we were friends first. So I knew the stories of, you know, the girls that he would sneak into his dorm room, his apartment. Um, I knew all of those stories, red flag. Um, I knew the reality of what it comes with being a professional athlete, red flag. Um, you know, there were, Hey, I can't answer. or Oh, I didn't answer last night. You know, it, the red flags were there. Yeah, yeah. Let's go back to the you 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 knew, you know, the stories of the girls because you guys are friends, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to put words in your mouth, so I want I want you to tell me if this is true or false. You thought you would be different. True. Yeah. 110% true. You know, we were best friends, so I definitely was different because I'm your best friend and you tell me everything, so you wouldn't lie to me. Yeah. So I bring that up because, you know, Maya Angelou says when people show you who they are, believe them, right? Well. And we are not different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know off, off um, before we got on live, we talked about the thoughts and the feelings of, well, I can change him. I'm mm-hmm. different. Yeah, you felt that you could change him, didn't you? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy because you always, it's, I don't know who taught us the mumbo jumbo that, you know, he'll change for the white woman, the right woman, the right woman can change him. But in reality, you don't have that much power. You do Mm -hmm. not, you can't change anyone. The only person that can change them is them, you know, with the help of Jesus, but (laughs) he's not changing for you. Yeah. Time I was what, 21? You were so young and so naive. And do you feel like you, um, uh, and we're going to circle back to that um, because I want I want people watching, people listening to hear, obviously, the ending of the story, right? So right mm-hmm. now you're 21, you're young, the butterflies, it, it, mm-hmm. it seems good. And you're passing up these red flags, they're slapping you in the face. But I'm willing to bet that because you were so young and nobody had these conversations with you, you didn't even know they were red flags. No. Yeah. Yeah. How, how would you know that? Who? Uh, nobody told you, girl, if he's done it to these women, he probably going to do it to you. If he's talking about um, go, go into. Do you have a specific story about, um, you know, maybe you called him and then he called you back the next day talking about he fell asleep or he lied about it. Do you have? Yeah. <laughs> so, OK, so that story gets into him disappearing off the face of the earth. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so. Who do I have a story? I think there's so many stories. There are so many stories of just simply me calling, wanting to say about, you know, my day. And like I mentioned, that was my senior year of college. So, you know, my internship or, you know, whatever. And it was, you know, two, three, four days. Oh, we had a late practice or, oh, you know, I had a late game. Hold on. He would go two days without talking to you? Two, three yeah and this is not this is not a uh obviously this is a safe space not yeah. here to judge girl those things that i did or whatever but again i love to like drill in and put yeah. a pen in for people listening um watching who may be in that situation trying to get out of that situation just removed from that situation that yeah it happened but we can heal and these are the yeah. things we need to look out for um, moving forward. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and also I feel like there was, um, 
we'll call it like a magic trick, right? He paid for your college, so you think that's totally love. But then over here, he's doing something different. Mm -hmm. So he's he's like, look over here, 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 look over here. Don't pay attention to what I'm doing over here at all. Just just pay no attention to the man who's behind the curtain. Pay no attention to that. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. So he paid for your college. You're super young. Um, and then get to um, what happens after that. So he is uh, paying for your college, you're dating, you're passing up these red flags. Mm -hmm. What was the moment? Was there a moment? Get to the story of him disappearing. Um, and we got time. So, okay. So the story. story of him disappearing. Okay. So after I finished school, um, after that, I got my first big girl job, so to speak. And so I actually worked for a minor league um, professional team. And so at that point, my schedule got super, super busy. So I would be at work from as early as 6 a.m. and I would get off as late as 2 a.m. And so at that point, we had very opposite schedules. Like we just it was hit and miss. So back again to, you know, me thinking that two, three day, no conversation is normal because, yeah. you know, my schedule super busy. So long story short, um, once my season was over with my team, I decided to um, move back home. And so once I moved back home, you know, him and I were discussing it. He's just like, you know, you should really move to um, where he lived. <laughs> it was not Indiana. And so we were discussing, you know, moving in together. Um, I actually, he flew me out there. We took a trip. You know, we looked at. You got flewed out. <laughs> I know, right? You got flewed out. <laughs> um, and so we took a trip. You know, looked at homes. Um, and really just started to discuss the next step, so to speak, in our relationship. And so that looked like me moving. You know, a million of miles away from my home. So I am from. Um, Indiana. And at the time he lived in Florida. So this was me moving from Indiana to Florida. And at first I was like, you know, you said, I'm not moving for a man. I'm not going to move until he puts a ring on it. You know, you, you put your foot down. It didn't work. Yeah, no. Yeah. And, so, you know, I made that comment. So at this point we're discussing, you know, marriage. I'm telling all, like me and all my homegirls are looking at wedding rings and we're looking, we were excited. We're planning a wedding for an engagement that hasn't happened yet, but you know, yeah. whatever. And so, um, okay, wait, even before you go to the next step, right? Uh, and this is why I like asking people to tell their stories because on the outside looking in, when I'm the helicopter in the sky, instead of the ant on the ground, I can see all of the red flags and it's like, oh my God. So when he's paying for your college and he's saying all of these things, right? He is deflecting. But I, I feel like, and uh, you, can, you can go into this uh, if it's true, the reason why we, we're not, we're not paying attention to, to the, what's going on back here. And we're just paying attention to the shiny object is because we don't want to believe, cause like, who does that? Right. We'll say that. Yeah. Who, who does that? Like who, who would, who would tell me all these things, but be playing me in the background. And also, do you believe that there was a moment that you didn't know your value or your worth? Absolutely. Um, I, it was it was more than I didn't know my value or my worth. I didn't know who I was. You know, I was 21. I'm trying to I don't know who Adriana is. I don't know who Adriana is, what makes Adriana happy. You know, I had, you know, at that age, I thought you go to college, you get married, you have children, you get a dog and a white picket fence. That was my reality. 
And so not only did I not know my worth, but I couldn't even tell you what made me happy, you know, what my life looked like for me outside of him. Aside from wanting to be a girlfriend, a wife, who was I? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's what we're trained up to do. It's ingrained Mm -hmm. in us um, from watching Dick. Because how do you feel like you, you learned about relationships if your parents weren't? telling you about it. How, how did you, how did Adriana view relationships? How did you get your viewing, your lens on what you viewed uh, and thought about relationships? Disney. <laughs> um, I am, so I have two younger siblings um, and my, one of my brothers, him and I are seven years apart and my youngest sibling were 13 years apart. So for a really, and they're both boys. So for a really long time, I was the only child. And then I was also the only girl. So. Mm. I owned Cinderella and Pocahontas and, you know, all the stories where he comes and ships you away and take you to the magical kingdom with the glass slippers. Yeah, yeah. We have such a weird and distorted, I feel like we all need to send a bill for our therapy um, session to Disney. Disney. Excuse me, Walt. Excuse me. (laughs) And this is emotional trauma. I need you to take care of. I was, I fell asleep and nobody came to kiss me on the mouth to wake no, me up. So I, you told me to kiss, bad idea. Bad idea, right? Okay. And listen, if I had a daughter, I'm sure I would still let her watch those movies, but I, I would know now the conversations mm-hmm. that we, because there has to be a balance. We have to know that this is fake. All of this is for your entertainment and it's supposed to make you feel yeah. good and feel this way. But I will say this, it has come to a point in my life, 37 years old, where I don't watch a lot of romantic movies anymore. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, this is not realistic. And I just, I'm, I'm really aware of what I'm putting. And the Bible talks about this, right? Like I, I know, I know you're a Christian as well. Like we have to protect our ear gates, our eye gates mm-hmm. and our ears, our, our eyes are the windows to the soul and stuff. And I'm just like, I need to balance, balance absolutely what I'm putting in, what I'm watching, right? And I don't want to awaken that part of me anymore where I believe that this fairy tale fantasy, fairy dust, fairy godmother life exists where it's just, well, let me ask you this. So I used to think like, oh, I'm getting butterflies. I, I, I like him. So now this is the guy for me and we'll just work it out because- and if we hit a speed bump, relationships are hard. So we'll just work it out. Yeah, I'm yeah. a ride or die. Absolutely. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. And I see you roll your eyes on that ride or die because I am like, why do I have to die if I'm riding with you? Why? Where are we going? What? <laughs> it's like, throw. Yeah. It's like we say that, oh, I'm a ride or die, a ride or die, but you don't even know where you're going. You, you, mm-hmm. you, you will GPS how to get to the safe way you don't have never been to or whatever, but you won't GPS your life. You don't ask enough questions about, well, where is this going? And that's why the Bible talks about my people perish uh, from lack of knowledge. It's always talking about vision, have a vision, have a vision. And if you don't have that, this is where we end up um, mm-hmm. in, each, in each bucket. But obviously my platform is relationships. So I'll just say, this is where we end up with men. Um, if we have no vision of where we wanna go and who we are, yeah. And I'm going to get into that later because I love how you said that, um, you know, you didn't know yourself. Neither did I, girl. And I, because nobody, like, how do you, I just don't think that there is enough conversation around 
how do you even get to know yourself? We assume you already know yourself because you're with yourself 24 seven. Mm -hmm. I can't leave my body until the day I die. So there is no, like, we just don't know. I'm supposed to like sit down and take, you know, figure out my personality. Why do the things that I do? What yeah. do I want out of life? And, and we, not enough of us are doing that. So yeah. okay, um, let's move on. Um, I remember in the questionnaire that I sent you um, uh, with all the questions that I asked, one of your answers uh, about knowing your worth was um, that you felt like you had some generational curses. Um, mm -hmm. Can you expound on that? What does that mean to you? Yeah. So just understanding, um, A, understanding my worth. Um, I grew up in a very... Um, how do I say this? So for example, my mom had me at 20. Um, my grandmother had my mom at 20, you know, and that was a rep that's a repetitive pattern still in my family. Mm -hmm. You know, and it got to a point where I was 20 and so everyone's like, so, you know, where's your kid? You know, where's your husband? And I'm like, um, so I I'm in school. Wow. <laughs> like, hold I, on, I, yeah, hold on. I want to make sure I'm hearing you right. So even though they had their kids at 20, your mom, and this is no knock on your mom, not throwing her in the bus, but she felt like it would still be okay for you to have a child at 20. No, not my mom. Definitely not my mom. No, my okay. mom is definitely the biggest supporter. Live your okay. life, do as you please. No, but my, for example, you know, my great aunt, my, everyone else was just like, so, you know, my cousins, everyone's like, so, you know, you didn't bring anybody home this year for Thanksgiving. Well, I had a great semester in case you were wondering. Right. Right, 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 right. I mean, I'm a double major, you know, I, I got a new internship and they're like, so, you know, and I, I'll never forget. It was my, um, it was actually my senior year of college and my great aunt, she was like, well, you know, she, I didn't bring anyone home. And so she was like, well, you know, you don't want to be so, you know, focused on school that you end up alone because, you know, I met your uncle, you know, when we were, we were high school sweethearts and I'm just like, Okay, like <laughs> you know, we we have the conversation of if I'm honest and transparent, we have the conversation. So, do you like men? And I'm just like, um, wow. are you serious right now? Because I didn't bring anyone wow. home. Not not how school going. Not you know, hmm. which that just well, where's your husband and where's yeah. your children and how are you working towards that? Not and how. Yeah. Not how's your 401k? Are you set up? Do you have life insurance? Um, are you ready to buy a house? What's your credit score? Like all of these things that we can be doing, which we're also going to get into. So now I want to move the story forward. So now he, this guy that you were with, who just disappeared off the face of earth, you felt you were in love. You met him in college. He wants you to move to Florida. You're talking engagement. Start off there. Okay. So um, I come back from Florida after this lovely vacation. Um, and I come home and I am again discussing, you know, oh my gosh, should I move to Florida? And I am really, 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 really close with my dad. Like my dad is like my best friend. And I even asked my dad, I was like, dad, like, what do you think? And so if my dad approves and at that point you, you get a thumbs up and I was like, well, dad, what do you think? And my dad, he's again, super, my parents are super supportive. So my dad was like, well, you know, if you go, you always can come home. Like, don't ever think that you have to go and you have to stay there. And I'm like, Okay, so technically, is that, I think my dad said not listening to him. Like, right. not, he never said yes. He just simply yeah. said, "You go, you can come home." And so, at this point, I'm talking to my friends. I'm talking. To, I'm like, "You guys, I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to move to Florida." 
And so I text him like, you know, a usual text. He didn't answer. I'm like, all right, cool. He didn't answer. So that turned into a day. A day turned into two days. Two days turned into three. And I'm like, okay, he didn't answer. And I'm, you know, at, at this point I'm working, et cetera. So then I call, no answer. But again, in my head, I'm just, it's because at this point, I think it's normal to go two, three days without communicating. Yeah. Two days turned into a month. And then a month turns into, um, mind you, we just discussed marriage and homes and we went and looked at homes and, you know, we're discussing having being a home built, whole nine yards, um, joint bank accounts. And so three months go by. And what, 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 what <laughs> I just want to, I, I want to say evil things about him. <laughs> But in this moment, after the week goes by, two weeks go by, what are you going, like, I, I, I just, I want to cry because I know what it was, but I want you to explain it, what that felt like to have a guy make you all these promises and then walk away. And I'm sure you even were like, why would somebody do this? Like, why? Like we, cause, and I'll talk about that here in a second, but first I want to know your answer. What were you going through? So, so, okay. So the reality of it was too, I had just left my quote unquote dream job. So I'm thinking that I'm getting ready to work in minor league sports. Like I was excited. So I leave that I'm now at home with my parents and it's just like, I'm already lost. Like I'm trying to figure out who I am, what I'm doing. Okay. Now I'm going to move to Florida. And so to disappear, honestly, I think the first three months I cried every single day. Like, yeah. Bald. Like, cause, and then of course you think, okay, so is he dead? Like, because right. right. that um, has to be the answer. He has to be dead because he, he wouldn't be this man. Like, did he get in an accident? Like, what is going on, you know? And so, you know, of course, you, you, of course, us ladies, we stalk his social media and then we stalk his friend's social media because where is he at? What's going on? Like, yeah, I think that I definitely think that those first few months, it was it's looking back on it. It's ironic though. In in that time, those three months were the worst few months of my life. Of course, of course. I, I cried. Yeah, like, I cried every day. Yeah, yeah. Every day. And did you have thoughts of what did I do wrong? What could I what could I as Adriana have done better to keep him here? Absolutely. It was, what did I do wrong? Did I say something wrong? Um, was, if I'm honest, you know, was I not cute enough? You know, was my behind not big enough? Like, yeah. what, what is, what's physically wrong with me? You know, did I say something wrong? And at that's, and honestly, before that, we were friends. I'm like, we're friends. He can tell me anything. Like, yeah. if he's not ready, just tell me. Like, did I, did I push too hard? Like, it was never a conversation of what was wrong with him. It was always exactly. what, what was wrong with me. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what, it, and that's what I want women to get out of. We have to get out of that space of I did something wrong instead of questioning him and his character, because yes, unless he's dead, who does that? Somebody, exactly. somebody with trash ass character, like, and you saw it in the beginning. Those are the red flags you passed up. And this is why Maya Angelou preaches. She's been trying to tell us for years and years, rest in peace. And these are her most famous words. When people show you who they are, believe them. 
And I want to go back to that point because um, I said I would. See, we get in the business of trying to change people, thinking, mm -hmm. oh, he would never do this to me, um, mm -hmm. thinking people will be different with you. When where is your proof? It's not yes. just because you, who are you? Mm -hmm. Who are you? You're not God. So how about we leave the changing of people up to God and not Adriana thinking, oh, he's going to be different or Rika because I thought the same thing. Like, you know, yeah. what? he wouldn't do that to me. Why not? People mm -hmm. do that. People do it every day, B. And we live in this fantasy world because of Disney mm -hmm. um, and other things and not knowing our worth and all of that. I don't want to blame everything on Disney or society or anything. But when we are in that mindset, it is because we believe this fantasy that mm -hmm. nobody would treat me like that me. because no I'm a good person. Mm -hmm. Great. You know, I'm a, I'm a good person. I'm a pick me, you know, I I'm supportive, you know, and I'm smart and I encourage and I, I was a pick me, pick me, you know? Yep. 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 Oh, I talk about that all the time. Everybody <laughs> who's watched this platform, listen to single you, the podcast in my coaching program, I talk about stop being so excited because a man picked you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He picked you because you was cute and he wanted you for that 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever. Dudes will lie. And her and her too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the way to, um, so now it's about spotting character. Actually, we'll get into that. But first, I want to, I want you to finish the story. So three months go by. When was the moment where you were like, you know what, Adriana? Pick yourself up. Get up. Ooh. When was the moment? That's a great question. Mm -hmm. um, so, Because you had to have it to get here, right? I had yeah. to have that moment too to get here. So it's like, I know you had it. Take your time. No rush. But that's a great. I don't know if I ever. When I. Ooh. So, okay. So to put a pause before I can answer that question. So okay. three months essentially turned into 10 months. I didn't okay. have for 10 months, but during that 10 month time period, um, it first started out with, um, again, I was, I was depressed. I was at home crying. And so, um, I began to travel just, I, I have nothing else to do. I'm sitting here crying. So I started traveling Yeah, um, and I was actually, um, my dad, you know, works for an airline. So I had the amazing opportunity to, at that time, my dad's benefits consisted of me flying free. So, you know what? I'm going to go wherever I can go because I need to stop crying. And so, uh, unfortunately, you know, with traveling with me personally, flying for free, my friends did not have that same benefit. So I had to wait for my homegirl to have a day off and for her to, you know, find a babysitter. Okay. At this point I'm traveling alone. So I would just pick a city and I would go like Dallas, I'm going um, like, and literally for those first those 10 months, I went to a new state every single month. Like, I'm going. And I would just meet strangers in new cities. Um, it's funny because during that time, um, so he disappeared in February. I traveled that whole time. Um, I remember that May, I went skydiving. So yes. best of my life. Um, but I also, during that time, again, I went to school for sports management. So I received my certification for cycling and group fitness. So I started teaching fitness classes. And like, it was never like an out loud moment of, hey, trying to get up. It was just, I got to find something to to take my mind off of this. And it was, so that November is actually when I started Actually I Can. So Actually I Can was originally a travel food and lifestyle blog. Like it was just me traveling the world, trying new foods, like 
something's got to change my mind about crying every single day. So it was never a moment of like me sitting down and being like, get up. It was really me like, okay, I need to find something to do. And so I traveled. And then I think after, (laughs) when you asked that question, what what made me think that like Adriana get up was again, I'm traveling, I'm getting new certifications, I'm launching a blog. Like people are like reaching out to me like, oh my gosh, I love your blog. Where's the place that to eat in New York? And again, I'm traveling alone. And when you travel alone, you truly discover who you are, what you uh, love, don't yep. like. Yep. Like, I remember being I, in New York, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I was gonna say, tell your New York story and then I'm gonna pause you because, yep, because mm-hmm. yeah, I, I want I want to call out what you just said, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. I was just in, I was in New York, I was in Dallas meeting strangers, complete strangers, building relationships. Like some of my greatest friends are because I met them in Dallas at lunch, didn't know them, never just met them. And so I remember being not New York, but I remember being in Dallas and there was this girl I followed on Instagram and I reached out to her and I was like, Hey, what's a good nail salon to go to? And she's like, Oh, how do you come? And you, we don't hang out. And I'm like, cause I don't know you. She's like, what? no, I'm at this pool party. Meet, let me know when you're down. Okay. You know, and it was those connections and those mere strangers that just, we done crying. Done. Done. I don't want to shed another tear over a boy ever again. So here's the deal. So the the reason why I asked you that question, because I I, I feel like I, I, I knew that there isn't ever like one moment, at least it wasn't for me, but it was in the movement, in the decision to get up. Like, you know what? I'm going to travel. I need something to do with my hands. So I'm going to do this. And that's how it was for me. I didn't know that me going on my solo trip to Mexico for 10 Mm -hmm. days was going to get me here, but I knew that I needed to do something. Um, And there's um, uh, a a quote that I've had on my TV. Actually, now it's on my vision board from Stephen Furtick that I believe I've had since 2018. And it's one of my favorite quotes because it's about making a choice, a different decision, you pivot. And he says, you already know what to do. So do what you know, and then you'll know what to do. Mm-hmm. Girl, when I heard that so- sermon, I was like, mine was blown. And that's exactly how I got here. But when I went on that trip in 2017, I didn't know that I was going to be here. Yeah. I just knew that I needed to move. You and move. so, yeah, and some of us, have that naturally in us, right? So so you and I, we were able to just get up and move. But now I feel like we are in the position, God has put us in position to now push the next woman to move mm-hmm. because she may not know, like she's looking for where to start. And mm-hmm. so now it's like, start with Rika or start with Adriana. She will help you, you know, because we had that natural gift of just getting up and moving and shifting. But not every woman has that and that's okay, but that's what we're here for, right? God blesses people through people as well. And so that, there you go. <laughs> um, that is why I asked you that question because I knew like you just got up and was like, you know what? I'm done crying and Hi. we're gonna move on with our life, okay? Instead of, because there's a lot of women who sit in the seat of, I need closure. I need to figure out why he did this to me. Mm-hmm. Why do you care? The yeah. fact that he left, is your closure. Is your answer. No answer is an answer. No answer is an answer. And that and his no answer or his disappearing or whatever, the answer is he's trash. Move on. 
move on. Move on, sweetheart. We have to get up and move on. Okay, so you're doing all of this skydiving. You're going to New York. You're meeting strangers, which I love that. I can't wait to start traveling again. I'm so, yeah. Um, And so you're doing that, da-da-da-da. There was a moment where he came back. Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um, Talk about that. Talk (laughs) about that. He comes back, and it's funny. He, uh, He actually Snapchatted me, and I'm like, Bye. Like, cause at this point, mind you, at this point, he's removed me from Instagram. He's removed me from Facebook. Like, I don't, we're not even friends. So you send me, he sends me a Snapchat and I'm like, bye. And so then Snapchat turned into, he kept Facebook calling and I'm just like, yeah, bye. You know, and. Wait, what did his Snapchat say? Hey, been a while. What's up? I think it was just, hey. I don't even think it was been a while. It was literally like. Hey, I have so many, like, I, I just, I'm trying to be a good Christian. I'm a cussing Christian, but I'm really trying not to call him <laughs> because there's a lot of, there's, there's, it, it, it. anyway. So, okay. So, yep. So you don't respond. Good for you. And then he keeps calling. And then he keeps calling and keeps calling. And I, that went on for a good, I would say, it, honestly, I, I held my own. He went on for about two months. Yeah. I finally gave in. And I was just like, what? He's like, you know, I just haven't talked. Like, at this point, he still hasn't acknowledged that he's been missing for 10 months. Right. I just want to talk to you in a while once you wanted to see what what, what was up. I'm I'm sorry. Like, are, so me, I'm just like, okay, let's, let's address the pink elephant in the middle of the room. Like, where have you been? You know, and of course it was the story of he got cold feet. We were moving too fast. I I didn't ask you, should I move to Florida? You asked me like, but but you got cold feet. And and honestly, it's funny because ironically, 10 months is very um, ironic. And so I was like, so so did you get someone pregnant? Like, let's just, let's call a spade a spade because you were gone 10 months. And so... I was like, did you get someone? It was like, well, no, I didn't get anyone pregnant. Did you think you got someone pregnant? And so that was the reality of it. He this he thought this young lady was pregnant. They were waiting to see if he was the father, et cetera. But what was the pivotal moment for me is, you know, he was like, so yeah, I seen you had a website. And I was just like, mm-hmm. so when did you, so when did you travel? When you disappeared? It's been a whole 10 months, bruh. Do you know what could happen in 10 months? You know, that life that you was waiting on? Yeah. Bye. Bye. So when did you travel? So, like, I saw that um, you teach fitness classes. Like, he was like, I don't even know you anymore. Exactly. And that is the point. That is the point. point. We can end the podcast right here. That is the point. Exactly. No, you don't. Because throughout that time, I found me. Not Adriana, the girlfriend, not Adriana, the wife, but I found Adriana, the woman, Adriana, the daughter. Like, no, he was, and it was funny because I remember talking to him and I remember, he was like, so are you going to like come, come see you? No, I'm not about to come. But because he was so used to me just, can I come see? No, I can't. I don't even like you. Like everything he said, I I don't like you. Even I don't know what it was, but something about the hey, what are you doing? Text message next. Like I don't even no. But here's the thing, right? Amisha said the best Christians cuss. I know, right? Okay, Jesus loves me more. My body. (laughs) 
Wait, what'd you say? God is still working on me and my potty mouth. When I get angry, typically I'm a very like, as all my friends, anytime I cuss, they'd be like, oh, Rika cuss. But when I when it's men like this, if you were my friend and we were in this situation again or whatever, I would cuss him clean out. I would read him for filth. He would forget that Rika had Jesus inside of her because the audacity Honestly. to come back to you and say, what's up? What you doing? Like no, 10 months. Of, so when are you, when am I going to come see? Never, never, you never. Heard in the pits, uh, come see you. Well, so, I'm traveling. So when are you? When right. Are you? Yeah. And you know what, um, Adriana? So at this moment, you're what? 21, 22? Ooh, I think I was 20. This was what? I had launched actually I can in 2016. I don't even how old am I now? <laughs> I'm like, I think I'm 38 in June. I don't know. Um, I still feel 16. 23. 23. So the fact that you have come to this spot in your life at 23 is beautiful. I was it wasn't until 33, 34 for me. 35. See, look at me too. I'm like, what year was that? 2017. What, however old I was in 2017, I'm about to be 38 here in 2021. So sometimes women will hear me and they think that I'm talking about 15 year olds. Mm -mm. No, no. I have clients who are 30. I have a client who's 45. I what? And this is not to judge women this is just to say whenever you arrive at your journey is beautiful and sometimes we don't get it at 15 or even 23 like adriana was um so this message is for whoever it lands on and you're like oh my god i needed to hear that i needed to hear that because the problem is him circling back around to you some women would have gone back they would have got it, it um fell for the apology because I'm sure he yeah. Laid it, yeah, like laid it on thick when you come. Well, maybe not because he's like, when you come to see me, but some women will fall for that. Like, oh, my God, because the pick me syndrome. Well, he came back. Yeah. Oh, thank God. I thought he died. Oh, my God. And yeah. so what was different this time? Me. <laughs> me. I was different. I was no longer a I, I no longer found my validation in being a girlfriend, being a wife. I was enjoying traveling the world, jumping out of planes, like trying new foods, teaching, like I was different. I didn't need, I didn't need him. I didn't yeah. need him. I didn't need his attention. I didn't need his ring, his house, his accolades. Like I just. None of it. None of that matters. None of that matters, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then, did he finally get the message and he disappeared? And or is he still trying three years later? No, still trying. Still Shut trying. Up. Still, Shut up. Still trying. Like, and the thing is, we haven't, like, from that moment, at the moment where I was just like, I don't like you. Like, and it's like, when you find, when you get to that moment, like, you're not even cute. Like, ugh. at all. You're like, why did I even like you? Like, yeah, I guess, yeah. you know. And so, <laughs> um, I remember 
what, uh, d- December, November last year, tweeted me on Twitter. And I'm like, bye, Felicia. And so all my friends, they, of course, know him. And I'm like, please explain to me why he tweeted me on Twitter. And we're just like, like, you you thought I'd answer? What a pathetic You, answer. you yeah. sent me a friend request on Instagram. Felicia, have a good day. Bye. 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 God, I send you love and light, as they say. So, um, okay. So at this time, um, you're fitness coach, you're, you're blogging, you're doing your thing. When was the moment that you, and maybe it was, you know, why you started your blog or your, your fitness um, coaching, but when was the moment you were like, yo, I can become like a self-care advocate, a mental health first aider. Like I can do this so I can help other women. I need to write the book. I need to like, how did that all come about? Yeah. So um, again, it was originally actually I can was travel food and lifestyle. So I was doing just that. I was traveling. I was eating like I was living my best life. Right. Um, I mentioned my dad, my dad worked for an airlines. And so my benefits actually ended. So I unfortunately stopped flying for free. Um, And so then. um, (laughs) Darn it. (laughs) I know, right? And so then my my, uh, blog went more into lifestyle. So I just began to, if I'm honest, I don't remember. I don't remember where I heard it, but I remember hearing the quote, other women are going to find healing in your wounds. And I remember just being honest, like, because everyone's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you traveled. And like, yes, it sounded good that I was traveling alone. And yes, it sounded good that I was skydiving. But like, this all came from pain. This all came from, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I like. And so I couldn't tell the story of me jumping out of plane without me telling what I was what I was releasing from. Like, yes, I jumped out of a plane. But Jumping out of that plane, I was also finding me, finding my wings. I was ex- I was exploring. And so it went more into lifestyle. And so I went into more teaching, um, teaching women about just talking about lifestyle. Um, at the time, it's funny, at that time I also um I had really bad adult acne. And so I was like, talk just women were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're talking about your acne. I can't believe you're talking about this breakup. Um, so it really just became more of about lifestyle. And then a little bit after that, because again, I'm a fitness instructor. So I am also um at the time I had a class called Butts and Guts. And I was just working with women. I love <laughs> it. I love it. I love it. Our squats and our sit-ups and just encouraging women just, you know, through fitness. And at that point, it was like, okay. I have an audience here. Like there are women who genuinely like are finding strength in just my transparent and honesty. And so I got my life coach certification then. Um, And so that's how I started being a life coach was just being honest, just, just telling my truth, telling my story um, and connecting with women. And um, I remember I had an event um, and one of the women at the event, she's like, you're the woman with the book, right? No, right. No, yeah. No, I don't Mm -hmm. have a book. He's like, you should literally write a book. Like, you were so inspiring, and I'm like, a book. Like, okay, like, and and like, (laughs) it's funny. You find people who begin to just plant seeds, like, and you don't even know. And so she's like, you should definitely, you know, write a book. You're so inspiring. I'm like, inspiring. What are you? What are you talking? I just told you how I was stupid about a man and like yeah. lost myself, and I'm inspiring. Like, 
And so um, that next, so that's, again, I started actually, I can travel food and lifestyle. And then it went more into lifestyle and life coaching. Um, and then I self, I did this um, throughout this time. One thing that I wish that I had when I was on my journey of discovering, I wish that I had a journal that could just help me reflect and really peel back those layers. And so I could never find, I journaled, but I could never find the journal to ask the right questions. And I was like, I'm going to create one. Like, let's just create one that's going to ask me the questions that I I wish someone would have asked me, you know, to do that inner work. And so that's how I wrote uh, my self-help journal, I Am I Right With Me? I mean, that's truly, I was really on the journey of becoming all right with me. No, Mm -hmm. I was not a wife. No, I did not marry a professional athlete. No, I didn't have any children. I was very much so single and I was very much so on the next flight to wherever. And yes. so wherever I, I want to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's wherever. so, yeah, it's just, and this is why I was probably gravitated towards you because we have the same story. What I will say is, yeah, girl, I wish you had them journals too, because I did. When I went to Mexico, that's when I started. And I was like, he did this to me and this. And then I was like, and why did I allow that? Okay, why did I allow it? Yeah. And then that's what I'm saying. Like the three pivotal questions that I asked, and of course I asked more and stuff, but was who am I? Mm-hmm. Who does God say I am? And how do I want to show up in this world from now on? Mm-hmm. And that really catapulted me into what I am now. Um, and I see Amisha is watching, Katie is watching, Shalanda, Jenna, these are my clients and they know I make them journal. I got questions, boo. <laughs> Why would you allow this? Da, 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 da. Like, so in, in Single You Academy, we definitely go through that. And um, coming up before we close out with Adriana, I'm going to show you her website and how to get a hold of her because um, definitely buy her book. You know, I'm all about supporting women. Um, I don't care even if we're in the same lane. I want everybody to shine um, uh, because you never know. Uh, Maybe Adriana's voice is the voice that um, somebody on my platform needs to hear over me. I'm not, listen, I I don't have a, a, um, a, what's the, oh gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, I know there's enough room for everybody. So mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show that coming up. But I do want to ask you, um, so, you know, obviously you went from this woman who believed that, okay, college, check, marriage, check, kids, check. Like that was the life, right? That you thought. Mm-hmm. But now you're like, <laughs> let me tell you something about being single, okay? So where do you find the beauty in being single? What are you doing besides looking for a man or waiting on this man to come? What you doing with your single life, girl? We're not looking and we're not waiting. So there's that part. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I am still, well, unfortunately COVID stood in the middle of it, but I am still that woman that is going to get on a flight and I am going to go wherever the wind blows. If it's Louisiana, if it is Tennessee, I'm still going to book a flight. Um, I am, I, I've learned to give myself the roses. So I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to buy me the flowers. And I am, you know, you want a nice dinner? I'm going to table for one, please. Um, I have learned to be very much so okay with me. And I've learned to go to dinner, to the movies, wherever with Adriana. Um, and so <laughs> what am I doing? Living my best life. I yeah. am looking yeah. I am booking reservations. I am writing. Um, I'm going to therapy. Um, Just living, living. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, we are starting businesses. We're networking with other women. Um, listen. <laughs> okay. So I want you to, uh, do you remember your favorite quote when I asked you, so what's your favorite quote, Adriana? And girl, you had a paragraph. I was like, I don't know that this is a quote. This is like <laughs> a love letter to single women. This is like, um, <laughs> so do you remember what I'm yes. talking about? Okay. Yes. Please Yes, we got time. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so my favorite quote, it says, late, so I'm gonna read it because it's long, y'all. It's, it's on my mirror. Um, it's on my, my screensaver. Yeah, so <laughs> my favorite quote is, ladies, let's chat. Sis, work on you. Get established, open multiple savings accounts, RA Roth, money savings account, a CD, build your credit, go to therapy, read a book, journal, practice self-care, travel frequently, take yourself out on a date, get your prayer life in order, pray off your debt, invest in your passions, create a new hobby, speak life into yourself and your circumstances, create residual income, boss up, and chuck up the deuces to the so-called friends and men that serve you no growth. I will not go where I'm tolerated. I will go where I'm celebrated. Celebrated. That is it. And when you figure that out and you have the shift in you to date from the seat of singleness is not a punishment and I am worthy regardless of my relationship status. Don't you feel that sitting in this seat is so peaceful? So peaceful. And so comfortable. Peaceful. And actually, I am in a relationship with me. With me, I'm gonna take me out on a date. I'm gonna look in the mirror. And I'm gonna, you look good, girl. <laughs> oh, I like them new glasses. Is that a new hairdo? I, I'm, I'm with me. You want some flowers? Yep, yep. And what, mm -hmm, yeah, I got you. I, I'm yeah. you. Now I have two more questions. Um, and one of my questions is: Do you remember when I asked you what lesson do you want my listeners to take away from your story? Do you remember your answer? No. <laughs> And no, that's okay. Whatever comes up for you now. Um, cause that's part of my last question too. Um, I wrote it down. Um, hold on. I wrote it down. Did I write it down? Maybe I didn't. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I want to know what message you want people to take away from this conversation we had. And also you can tie in my last question, which is what would you have to told 20 year old Adriana, when she met this dude who had aspirations of being in this professional sports world, was deflecting. Um, so yeah, so what message do you want my listeners on my platform to take away? And then what would you tell? And maybe it's tied up together, whatever's coming up for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, but what did you need to hear when you was 20? I think that the message that I would want women to hear, as well as what I wish someone would have told me was, wow, um, A, there is absolutely nothing wrong with you. Like, there's nothing wrong with you, um, that you are perfect um, and divine in who you are. But I think that what I also needed to know then was, you have no idea who you are yet. Like you have no idea who you are, the people that you are going to meet and the journey that you are going to go on. So get up, get like, and I think that that is also my message is just exactly. to get up. Yeah. Even, even if, 
even if getting up just simply means that you know today and it and, and no I'm I want you guys I want also women to know that this did not happen you know like this it it took me months but if getting up just consists of you know I had the amazing opportunity to fly but if getting up consists of you taking a road trip you know to visit your work one of your really good girlfriends or if getting up just consists of you know what Every Sunday, I'm just going to buy myself flowers. Whatever getting up looks like for you, uh, make it very tangible. Make it very, you know, open and honest. Write yourself a love letter. Tell you that you're beautiful. Whatever it is that you are seeking for in him, give it to yourself. If you want those flowers, if you want, you know, that nice trip, that those earrings, do it for you. Yeah. And I, I love that you said tangible because it could either, it could also be hiring a, a coach, right? Me, you, all the other coaches out there. I'm not saying it has to be me. I'm yeah. still not perfect. I'm not, I don't even call myself a guru. I don't say that I know everything. I just know how to teach you through what I did and through the yeah. lens of what I went, went through. Um, and so I always pray about that. Like, God, send me the women that you, you want me to help um, because you told me you would use my story. So where are they? Um, and they come. Like, I, I have clients all over the United States. I'm like, I didn't even know this person two months ago. And yeah. now I need to help them um, through a pivotal part in their life. And it's beautiful. But that's what I mean about tangible, right? Because I can, I, so I say this a lot. And I want to see if you can, if, if this is kind of where you are too. I don't want to just inspire you, right? Because how many times have you been inspired by those fitness models on Instagram? You're like, dang, I wish I could do that. That's inspiring. Mm -hmm. That's dope. But then you're still on Netflix eating Oreos and binge watching and not doing anything about your mm -hmm. body. I want you to do something tangible with what I say, mm -hmm. whether it is hiring the coach or doing what we did or what have, what have you, um, because that's where the change is. Absolutely. The change, the ch you only change by doing. You only doing. change in the moving. It's not about sitting there thinking, oh, I wish I, wish I was like Rika and Adriana um, because they're so strong in their singleness. Oh, I wish, I wish. And then you twiddle in your thumbs. What are you going to do about it? Absolutely. From this day forward, um, yeah. from the day that we inspired you. And you also recognize that you could do something as simple as, I know for me, um, you know, write a post-it note and tell yourself every day, I am beautiful. I am successful. Like whatever it is that you need to hear. And honestly, even if you don't believe it today, if you don't believe today that you are beautiful, write it down and say it. And I promise you, you keep saying that every single day, you're going to start to believe it because we are what we think. And so it's no longer, you know, I wish I was like Adrian or I wish I was like Rika. It is, you know what? I am beautiful. I am successful. There is nothing wrong with me. And continue to repeat that to yourself every single day until you truly believe it. And you know, within yourself that there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. And it's so, so Jenna, she calls me Mary Jane Paul. I don't know if you used to watch, you know, Gabrielle Union, oh, Mary Jane, cause I have, yes, yes, yes. And that's why I love these conversations with the women who are on the same path. Even guys, I had uh, uh, my, my homeboy Jay Hall on last week and we, we, we give the same thread of advice. It may look a little different, you know, that I did a look like you went everywhere. I took my 10 day trip to Mexico. I journaled. You didn't have, it may look a little different, but the thread is the same. We did something tangible about it. Absolutely. We moved. Absolutely. Yeah. So, all right, girl, is there anything that we missed that you want to um, maybe, uh, you know, put a pen in, say again, repeat, whatever it is, girl. Okay. Um, 
Um, I think, honestly, first and foremost, I really love your message. Singleness is not a punishment. Just understanding that you are not, um, there's nothing wrong if you haven't found him or that that image, you know. Find yourself. Um, be okay with who you are. Um, yeah. So I, I don't think we missed anything. I definitely think that we hit everything. But just most importantly, I just want women to just, again, find a therapist, find a coach. Um, and truly just begin to be on a journey with you, date you, um, and buy yourself those flowers. Yeah. And the funny thing is when you said that, I was like, that's what I did yesterday when I was at Yolks. I was like, I'm going to give me some vodka and oh, look at these flowers. I want them. Beautiful. I bought me some flowers. I bought me a new watch. I was just like, oh my gosh, you shouldn't have. <laughs> okay. And after this, I have to go do my radio show after this, but I will be pouring me a glass of wine because I had a win today. I had this interview. And before this, I was on somebody else's podcast. I'm like, yo, I'm out here winning. <laughs> Man, who? <laughs> I'm out here living my best single life. Um, and how can they get a hold of you if they're like, hey, I want to buy your book? I am going to show the website. But um, how can they get a hold of you? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So um, my, all my social medias is Adriana Bree. Um, we love my mother for the spelling of my name. So <laughs> you can also go to uh, my website, which is actually I can.net that links um, messages that also links, you know, my social media. But then there's also a link to purchase the self-help journal. So whether it's my social media and or whether it is my website, Rika will tell you I'm super friendly. Send me a message. I'm like, hey, how are you? How's yep. your day? Like, <laughs> yep. yep. So, yep.